Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host, and today we're going to share the story about how I dieted myself into disease. And if you follow me on social media, I actually shared this story yesterday on my social media post, and it went bananas. Like, I, I really could not believe the outpouring of support, how many people related to my story, how many people were sharing it, uh, and just reaching out to me and saying that they experienced something similar, and they were so glad that I was speaking about this. So I wanted to be able to go a little deeper, more than what I can do in a 60-second Instagram story or in a you know 150-character post on social media. And so I thought this was the perfect spot to do it. So let's dive in. So when I say dieted myself to disease, what do I mean by this? Well, background about me, if you're new to the podcast, is that years ago, I was a professional MMA fighter and I competed in a weight class that was about 20 pounds less than what I would normally walk around at. And I would fight very often in MMA and then I would also compete in jujitsu tournaments. So I was always dieting. I was always dieting and I really struggled to be the weight that I needed to compete at year round. So to get there, I would do these extreme, what we call weight cuts, which essentially means, you know, a very short, intense, extreme amount of dieting where I would lose anywhere from 20 to 25 pounds in a six to eight week period. Now, after I would lose the weight, I would immediately gain it back because it just wasn't sustainable. And I had done this to myself in such an intense amount of time, so many times in a row, pretty much between, let's say, 2016 through 2018. You know, I was really, you know, I went from amateur to pro pretty quickly, and I was really just trying to stay active and compete as often as I could. And so come the beginning of 2019, and, you know, I'm about to start my whole, okay, it's time to compete again. I need to start losing weight what did I do? I would start cutting out my carbs. I would start doing more cardio. I would sit in the sauna. I would do all sorts of things. And this time around, it was not working. The scale was not budging, was not budging. In fact, I was only gaining weight. I was gaining weight. I was puffy. I was inflamed. I was so tired. I was so fatigued all of the time, no matter what. And finally, after a while, I said, you know what? I just don't feel right. I just, something is not right. This is not, first, it's not normal that I'm, I'm doing all my normal tricks and the scale is not budging. And in fact, I'm gaining weight, but I'm eating less food, right? I know some of you can relate to that. And on top of it, I was feeling so fatigued. I was so tired all the time. No amount of caffeine could get me through the day. And on top of that, I was putting myself through hours and hours of training a day to try to get the weight off. So I was just like constantly in this cycle of being tired and sore and hungry, but gaining weight and gaining inflammation. And I didn't look good and I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good in my body. None of my clothes fit me correctly. I would hide behind people in pictures. I mean, I was just, I was so discouraged. I was so, so discouraged and I was so frustrated and it really took me getting to that, you know, kind of bottom point of saying, you know what, I need to stop. I need to go see a doctor. I need to get my blood work done. That's how scared I was, you know, but it took a long time before I got to that point. I was stubborn in the beginning. I thought I could just do more cardio. I thought I could just eat less, eat less. And I went to a, um, you know, medical type of 
place where they do blood work and they do, you know, the vitamin shops and, and things like that, you know, like a functional doctor. And they did my blood work and she was very concerned. And she showed me my hormone panel. She showed me my blood work, my thyroid. They did a full panel on everything, sex hormones, thyroid hormones, everything. And, you know, my progesterone was low. Testosterone was low. And my thyroid antibodies were so high that I was considered borderline Hashimoto's Hashimoto's disease. And they were so concerned about my thyroid being enlarged that she wrote me a prescription to get an ultrasound on it like that week, like that next day I went for an ultrasound. I mean, I was terrified. Here I was just thinking, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just tired. I can't lose weight to going, oh my God, I might have a tumor on my thyroid. Like it was scary, 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 scary. So thank God it was just inflamed. It was just enlarged. It it could have been way worse, the situation. You know, I know people who have had thyroid tumors, thyroid cancer, have had to have their thyroid removed. So thank God I kind of, you know, it was not quite that bad yet. And I know if I had kept pushing myself, it would have gotten worse. It would have developed to even a worse state. So that was a big wake up call to me to learn that, you know, here I am, this professional athlete. I was a personal trainer at the time. And now they're telling me, you have an autoimmune disease. And I thought that could never happen to me. I had friends, you know, I had family members who had autoimmune diseases, and I just kind of rolled my eyes at it, you know? And I had a dear, dear, dear friend, she's still one of my best friends to this day, that she would always tell me, Trisha, you're, you're too stressed. You don't sleep enough. You're too stressed. You're always cutting weight. You need to slow down. You need to like just chill. You need to you need to just like recover. Maybe if you just like sleep more, you'll start feeling better. Maybe if you just reduce your stress. And I didn't want to listen to her because when somebody tells you that, but you're trying to achieve your goals, you feel like it's going to get in your way. You know, you don't want to hear t- somebody telling you to slow down and to stop doing this and this when you're trying to get further ahead in your career or you're trying to reach your goal weight or you're getting ready for a competition. You don't want to hear somebody tell you to slow down. So I understand that when I tell women that, that they roll their eyes at me too, because I was there. I was that person that did not want to slow down, did not want to take my health seriously. All I wanted to do was lose the weight I needed to lose. So I understand from that perspective, if that's how you feel, I my goal is hopefully to get through to you before you develop a disease like I did. And thank God I found out when I did because I was able to turn it around. And what I wasn't able to share in my social media post yesterday, because again, I only have so much room on the post or how much time to to talk on stories, but to dive deeper here, I really had to go through a special protocol. I spent so much money on supplements, first of all so much money on vitamins I was deficient on, more lab work that needed to be done, um, you know, progesterone cream I had to take, uh, DHEA, you know, like just so, so much money on supplements, okay? If you think eating healthy is expensive, try treating yourself for a disease, okay? That shit is expensive. <laughs> those, all of those vitamins were like $50 a, a bottle. I was on payment plans. I was like using credit cards. I was trying to like, you know, here I was a broke fighter, a broke trainer, trying to like pay for all of this. And it was hard. On top of that, you know, all of the supplements, but they also wanted me to be on a certain dieting protocol. And this is something that they call an autoimmune diet, autoimmune protocol. Basically, I had to remove 
all the inflammation out of my diet. So I had to take out gluten. I had to take out even certain vegetables I wasn't allowed to eat, certain fruits I wasn't allowed to eat, certain grains I wasn't allowed to eat. And I really had to like just be fully in on this recovery. And then kind of the final piece of it was I had to reduce my stress. You know, uh, prior to finding out about my autoimmune issues, I was running myself into the ground. You know, here I was late 20s. I thought I was invincible, right? Like we all do in our 20s. And I was waking up at, you know, 5 a.m., 4.45 a.m. I would train clients all morning, drive to different gyms, drive to different people's houses, drive to teach different classes all over the freaking town of South Florida, all over between Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Coconut Creek, Miami. I was all over the place driving, driving, driving. And then I was still trying to become a professional athlete. So then at the end of the morning, at around 11 a.m. or 10 a.m., after being up since 4.30 in the morning, I would go train for two hours with some of the best fighters in the world and literally get my ass kicked, literally fight for my life, literally send my central nervous system into overdrive, trying to prepare to be a fighter, to be a professional fighter. Then I would rest for maybe a couple hours at home and I would go back and I'd train more clients. I'd work for three or four more hours. And then at seven o'clock at night, I would train for another hour or two. Sometimes I would stay and do more cardio. So that was my lifestyle for years, for years and years and years, all while eating very little, sleeping very little, um, you know, literally going into battle every day. So you could say that my stress was pretty high. So again, chronic dieting, chronic stress, chronically undersleeping, chronically cutting my carbs, chronically doing cardio, all of those things in such an excessive amount and in such a short period of time, that's what made my body say stop. You know, when your body develops a disease, I truly believe it's your body in a lot of instances, of course, not every type of disease, but in a lot of instances, especially with these autoimmune diseases, it's your body telling you that you need to slow down. And if we don't listen to it, it becomes worse, right? So long story short, thankfully, through that year, I was able to get my hormones back to a place and get my body back to a place where it was safe again. I really started to listen to my friends. I started to listen to my doctor. I started to listen to my coaches. And I started to slow down a little bit. And that period, that year taught me so, so much about what to do and what not to do. And after that, I was able to lose weight again. Now, did I still do some of those extreme things? Yes, because it was the nature of the sport I was in. So unfortunately, I still had to put my body through a lot, but I was doing it in a little bit smarter way. I was taking my sleep more seriously and I was reducing my stress where I could. So I was taking those steps. Now, you know, where I'm at now in 2023 at 35 years old with a, a daughter that's almost two, compared to my health when I was 30, 31, 29, I mean, it's night and day. It's night and day. And it's really from just years of learning the hard way that like you cannot, you cannot sacrifice your health over and over again to be a certain weight. And I'm going to get to the point, going to tie a bow around this whole story here. I'm going to get to the point as to why I'm even sharing this, why I'm even talking about this, why I'm so passionate about it. Recently, I've had a lot of people, a lot of conversations, a lot of women that I've been talking to about some of the extreme shit you all are doing. And I'm sorry to swear, but I feel passionate. I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it rip right now. Okay. Some of you ladies are doing terrible things to your body to try to lose weight. 
Some of you know better and you're doing it anyways, just like I did. Didn't want to listen, just wanted to lose weight. Some of you guys don't know better. That's why I'm sharing. That's why I want to educate. A lot of women are taking weight loss pills, weight loss drugs, weight loss shots, doing very extreme weight loss programs like Optavia. And now I'm talking to these women who are telling me the horrors of what they've gone through after being in those programs, after taking those shots, okay? I have a woman that just joined my coaching program last week. She lost 25 pounds, but she was losing her hair in clumps. Clumps of her hair were coming out. Why? Why was that happening? Because she was not giving her body what it needed. She was eating 900 calories a day of fake foods and one lean and green meal on Optavia, paying $500 a month for it and losing her hair from the stress it was giving to her body, okay? Her hair was falling out in clumps. That does not scream the picture of health to me, that you lose weight, you lose your hair, and then she gained 10 or 15 of it back because it's not sustainable. You know, she's a mom of five. She can't sustain living off of 900 calories a day, not to mention she still breastfeeds. She has a a daughter uh, or son that's, you know, under two years old. So, it was not it was not good for her health. So yes, she lost weight, but at what cost? And now she's gained most of it back. Now she's learning that that's not sustainable. I have another dear, 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 you know, friend who's like family to me, who's my client for years, that she took the weight loss drug Wagovi. And she told me that she did the first shot, it went okay. She lost a little bit of weight. She did the second shot and she became violently ill. Stomach pains, nausea, couldn't go to the bathroom, throwing up, couldn't keep food down. And even though it's been a little bit since she's taken that shot and she stopped after the second one, she's still experiencing the side effects. I have another woman that just started recently that she lost weight by only eating 800 calories a day. And now, even though she lost 50 pounds, 60 pounds, she's not losing weight anymore. She can't eat any less than 800 calories a day. It's impossible. She can't. So now she's stuck. What do I do? She's going to have to eat more. She might have to gain a couple pounds. So this is why I'm sharing this with you guys. Those are just the three people that are in my world, not to mention how many horror stories I see on social media, on TikTok, how many people have just you know commented on things that I've shared, how many people have been through something similar to this. The extreme diets are not worth the risk to your damn health. They're not. I'm sorry, but this is tough love. If you made it this far, then, you know, This just is tough love, okay? I know you want to lose the weight. I know you need to lose the weight. I know you're sick of how you feel. And we want the quick fix. We want the weight off of us now. But I'm telling you from the other side of it, it's not worth it. And just to throw some perspective on top of things here, I'm now two years postpartum. Just about my daughter is going to be two in a couple weeks. And I'm still not at my pre-pregnancy weight. Now, I could be embarrassed about this, being that I'm a professional in this industry. I am a health coach. I was a professional athlete. You'd think it was like easy for me, right? Like, uh, was she not at her pre-pregnancy weight yet? We see on social media all these times, these influencers, they pop out a baby. Four months later, they look more ripped than before they had the baby. That wasn't my experience, and that's okay, because I wanted to do it the slow, sustainable way. I refuse to put my body through what I used to put it through. I refuse. I refuse to do that right now. Just to reach a number on the scale for what, you know? And I think coming from my perspective as well, when I used to have to be a certain number on the scale in order to get paid, okay? Some of you guys treat your weight loss like that. You treat your weight loss as if this Friday, 
your boss isn't going to pay you if you are not a certain number on the scale. Do you know how stressful that is? <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if you go to work this Friday and your boss puts you on the scale and says, hmm, well, well, Debbie, you know, you're not 145 yet, so no paycheck for you. Or you know what? You missed weight today, but I'll give you half your paycheck. How's that sound? Is that good? You good with half your paycheck? No, right? None of you guys have to go through that unless you are a professional athlete who's listening to this right now. But most of us don't have to do that anymore, including me. You don't have to do that. You don't have to go to your job and weigh in. So why is that number so important to us? Why is it such a rush? Why do we have this urgency? Okay. And I think it's because, you know, we, we get fed up, right? We get fed up. We, we are sick of, we don't want to see one more picture looking how we look. We don't want to go one more day feeling how we feel. But You can feel that way and make a change without doing something extreme that's going to affect your health on the other side. Here's the good news, that the way out of this is pretty easy. The way out of this, if you're somebody like, you know, the three ladies I talked about earlier who have been through Octavia or low-calorie diets or weight loss shots or anything like that, is there is a solution. There is a solution. The solution is, first, to understand that those things are not sustainable, that what you did, even if it worked one, two, or three times, doesn't mean it's going to keep working forever or that it's good for you, right? So that's the first thing we have to accept and realize and understand. And then the second thing is we need a better plan. And we need to get our body and our metabolism to the point to where it's healthy enough to where it can take in more calories while losing weight. That is the ultimate goal. You know, now I am about 65 pounds out of the 70 I gained from pregnancy. I'm about 65 pounds down. I just hit a new low weight on the scale the other day, but I'm not dieting. I'm eating over 2000 calories a day. I'm having Mexican and Italian and pizza on the weekends when I feel like it and sushi when I feel like it, but it doesn't mean I eat like that every day, right? I still hit my protein. I still eat fiber every day. I still eat vegetables. I drink my water. I go for my walks. I lift weights. I'm doing all of these things consistently. And yes, it takes longer and you're not going to see five pounds drop every week like if you were doing a weight loss shot, but it's so much more sustainable. You can actually enjoy your life. You can actually eat the same foods as your kids. You can actually just, you know, start feeling better. And I'll finish by saying this, you know, again, going back to the number on the scale, sometimes your body can make huge changes without the number even changing that much. I have a client, a dear client, that she has been with me for about two and a half months. When you look at her before and after pictures right now, you would think she's lost 10 or 12 or 15 pounds. How much weight has she actually lost? Four. Her body has completely transformed. She's lost so much inflammation. She has lost so many inches. Her clothes are falling off of her. She's going back to previous year's summer's clothes that didn't fit her, and now they're fitting her and loose on her but she's only four pounds down on the scale. So we can't be so obsessed with the scale in our journey, okay? You gotta look at progress photos, your inches. You gotta look at how your clothes are fitting you, how you feel, right? Those things are what light me up more than a drop down in the scale. Yes, it's cool. Yes, a lot of us, we do you know, wanna get to a goal weight and that's fine, but it can't be the end all be all. And I feel like a lot of these extreme diets, they're so attached to the scale, right? So that is my message for you guys today. I'm going to wrap it up here because I could rant about this forever, but I hope that this resonated with some of you guys. And whether you developed an autoimmune disease similar to I did, how I did, or you had other health concerns because of a weight loss shot or an extreme weight loss program, I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not broken. You can still lose weight after that point, even if you've gained weight, even if you had health effects, right? There is a way out of it. 
You just have to accept it has to be a different way, a better way. And if you need help with that, that's what I am passionate about right now. I am passionate about helping women lose weight without the extremes, lose weight in a way that feels good to them, even if it's slower, right? Even if it takes me, even if it takes me another five years to lose this last five pounds, but I do it in a way that's sustainable and I never gain the weight back and I feel good throughout the process and I can enjoy my life, then that's the way I want to go. Because to me, there's no point losing five pounds in a week just to gain 10 pounds back. There's no point to that, right? So that is my message to you guys today. Thank you for tuning in if you made it this far. If you enjoyed listening to this, please send me a message or share it on your social media or share it to a friend. I appreciate you guys. We have well over a thousand downloads on this podcast now. And this is like my little home. This is like home to me. This is where I can open up to you guys much more than I can on social media. So this is the real raw Trisha coming at you guys. I share the good, the bad, the ugly here. So keep tuning in if you're new to this podcast and uh, leave a review or, you know, reach out to me if you want to chat more. I'd love to connect with you guys. Um, find out where you're listening from, how you found the podcast, and share any insight you guys have. So thank you so much, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will keep sharing more on this in the coming weeks. And uh, yeah, that's it. Have a great rest of your day.